All right, it's just me and Ed. Hey, it's just it's just me and Ed, Gary and Ed. Hey, Gary, how's it going? Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. I'm, I'm having a good day. How are you? All right, not bad, not bad. Just, just to date this, we're recording it just after Easter. It's probably about six months from when you're hearing it. Yeah, we've got some stuff in the backlog, right? Yeah. You'll have already heard the stuff we have in the backlog, so this isn't exciting to, to you, the viewer, but it's exciting to us, the player. Yeah, we've got a full tank. We're fully stocked. Fully stocked. Yep. Right, cool. We are going to play a game called Urshantha, brackets, the steps of the prophet. An ancient game for two players. An ancient is used a bit liberally here. This person, uh, it's who is it by? Uh, it's by Charlie Dart, at Charlie underscore Dart on Twitter. Dart is in like the thing you throw or, you know, a quick movement. Charlie is in, I can't think of a use of the name Charlie. Sorry. Cheer up. Is that a thing? Yeah, cheer up, Charlie. Oh. It's a song from something. I don't know, loads of barbershoppers sing it. Okay, I, I'm not au fait with the community, I'm afraid. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, it's by Charlie Dart. You can find it at uh, charlie-dart.itch.io slash the-steps-of-the-prophet. Uh, That's dash and not dart. Dart is in the name. Dart is not in the URL. But it is in the URL, but only as a word. Dart is not a symbol. I was talking about the symbol dash. Just search for the steps of the prophet. Yeah, that'll get it. Charlie Dart has done some magic with how the rules are written. It is fantastic. Don't want to say too much about them because they are very much worth a read. It's written as if it's an ancient game originating somewhere in Europe and it's it's absolutely wonderful. So yeah, definitely, definitely check it out if you well, if you're picking up what we're putting down. Hey, if you like us, please like, rate, and subscribe. <laughs> oh god. But not not to us, to, to Charlie Dart. Yeah, it's one of my faves, which is why I keep making people play it. And that's why I'm making Gary play it today. Last time we played it, it was pretty it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So the purpose of this game is to make a society and then kind of maybe destroy it. <laughs> yep. Or at least pick it apart. Unfortunately, we can't play it the traditional way, which is one of us sitting on, well, both of us sitting on steps, one slightly higher than the other, because we're in internet space where... All is flat. If only the internet space had levels. If only. If only. If only. We could dare to dream oh, of an internet with levels. I think that would be terrible. <laughs> so the way this game works is one of us is a builder and the other one is a prophet, a non-denominational prophet. For this playthrough, I'm going to be the builder and Ed is going to be the prophet. Yep, yep. Using five cards, which are dealt for the first half of the game, we'll build a society and... I will say things about it, Ed will ask me questions, and then in the second half of the game, Ed will draw six cards, place them on top of the five cards that I've used, and say why my society is bad and doesn't work and sucks and is going to be doomed. And then he'll play a sixth and final card, and that will decide who is right. Which is always something that I want a game to decide. Yeah, or who, who's, whose vision of the future will work in this particular case. So, on roll 20, I have done cards. <laughs> I haven't done cards in a while on roll 20. Let's Oh, I love I love roll 20 cards. I can't wait. I I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, I'm so excited about roll 20 cards. <laughs> I just love them. I just love them. What can I say? I'm going to deal one card to me. Ooh. You know who doesn't love them? Yubi because we've ruined all of their lovely roll 20 layouts by putting cards on them and they don't know how to get rid of them. So, <laughs> 
So, we got a, a four. Four of hearts. Okie doke. Have we laid out the five cards face down? No. I'm going to lay down the five cards as I build it, because otherwise I'll know what they are. So, the, the foundation of our city is a four of hearts. Heart is about culture and values, and a four means it's a uh, it's 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 a little important. So look forward to editing this one, Gary, because there's going to be a lot of thinking. It's going to be a lot of thinking. This society is in a cold place, and in order to survive in the cold, often people have to huddle up to to stay warm, and they've definitely got to band together. And even though the society's grown and advanced and they've got some like rudimentary heating things by the way this is kind of a, a, a medieval fantasy kind of society like a dnd kind of society Ooh. so they have they have the fire but it's still a thing where every night people not not the entire uh, society but groups within the society all gather together and kind of cuddle up at least for part of the night and it forms this social bonding thing okay Hmm, now I get to ask a question, don't I? You do, and I need to write this down. You do. Okay, so how does this affect the way buildings are designed? Because um, here in our English society, people don't tend to have 30 people sleeping in their house. I mean, most of the time. There's there's variants here, but I imagine structures would look different. Do they? <laughs> do they, Gary? Tell me. So how, how are houses designed? Yeah, how, how does this fact that everyone cuddles up to sleep at night change the way people build their buildings and live? So their buildings are pretty much all very, very close to each other, basically. Houses are not spread out. The buildings, the rooms are fairly big, especially like the, the sleeping rooms. And it's not separate houses. Oh, okay. They're all interconnected. Oh, nice. So to get from one house to another, you'd have to go through a few different corridors and doors and things so like lots of little like tunnels and stuff exactly and so you're not outside in the cold oh that's cool you can stay in the warm you can go visit your friends and join their cuddle puddle <laughs> yeah i somebody somebody at home is shouting the words cuddle pile extremely loudly <laughs> but i'm gonna leave that where it is I'm gonna just put that back in the box and we're gonna continue on next step gary oh Okay, this is a two of hearts. So this is a cultural thing, but it really doesn't matter much. Nobody gives a shit about this one. Yeah. Why is it all culture? I have no culture. We aren't cultured people here. No. And you get two questions on this. Yes. I realised I, I I might not be cultural, but I was um I was shouting about how uh, the the existence of of cookies precedes their essence yesterday at some people. <laughs> not shouting, just loudly. We were talking about cookies and biscuits and like what makes a cookie a cookie and what makes a biscuit a biscuit and I've pretty much decided that calling something a cookie makes it a cookie. Interesting. I could go into more detail but I, I probably won't. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's <laughs> stay on track. Let's, let's stay on track. Let's sort of try to play the game. There's, there's always more time in our lives to talk about how uh, um, <laughs> cookies are a mysterious, mysterious quantity. Especially in the UK. They're sort of binomial. Deeply, <laughs> deeply confusing things. I feel like like... In American English, there's a much stronger grasp of what a cookie is than, than we do. Our cookies are nebulous. <laughs> For example, I would say that in the UK, a cookie is often a cake. But we should continue on with, with our... Uh, with our. I'm trying to create values. <laughs> with our game. What, 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 what's a value that doesn't mean much? And it better not be a cookie. If someone asks to come around and visit you, you have to say yes. Ooh. It's again this idea of offering warmth in the cold. 
you cannot refuse anyone shelter. That's a thing. Golly. In reality, like, they've all got homes and houses and their whole houses look everyone like sort of look has, looks after each other anyway but it it comes up in weird situations sometimes or if uh, people are visiting their community but if someone asks if they can stay at least for a night you can't refuse them what if you really don't like them i mean that that counts as a question but what if you really don't like them <laughs> what if you what if you really don't like them if you really don't like them uh you can do it but people think you're kind of rude hmm this isn't this isn't a king. This is a two. This is two. Okay. This is this is not a cornerstone of this society. It's just a thing that it, it's polite. So does that mean there's no homeless people? Yes. Cool. Warm. Okay. Yeah, warm. That's nice. That's nice. I mean, I guess they could still be homeless people, but they don't sleep outside. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. There are homeless people, but no one is without shelter. Well, that's good. I mean, to be fair, it sounds like a cold place. It does. No one is without shelter is probably like one precludes the other, right? Like uh True. What I'm saying is you're not you're not exactly gonna last long on the outside, right? So It's that so that's your two questions. Yeah, that's my two questions. <laughs> Next card. It is the ace of spades. Oh my god, the ace. Is it ace is high in this game? That's a very good question. Aces are high. It just it says right in the middle of the page I'm looking at, I just cannot read. So this is massively important and it's about labor and industry yeah it's like it's as it's as important as it can be it's the most important every person must spend at least six hours a day working for the community in some way okay word what kind of jobs are these that are working for the community jobs would be pretty much everything that's required to keep a society functioning so finding fuel that's a big thing Cutting down tree, uh, maybe my, like mining coal or something, or cutting down trees. What, whatever these people do for warmth, we'll figure that out later. And then things like digging like latrines, or uh, hunting for food, like gathering food. These basic tasks, and a lot of them will involve going out into the cold. And so everyone hates it, but everyone has to do it because if they don't, they'll probably all die. Okay. So what happens if people don't do it? What if somebody um, doesn't want to go out into the cold today and they just don't? If they are able to, but they don't, they are exiled. Oh, okay. Interesting. No one will open their doors for them, which means they'll be left out in the cold and they will not last long. Oh, so that's like, um, that's an exception to, to the, uh, to somebody has to ask to come around and visit you. You, you can say no if they've, um, if they've shirked their job or whatever. You must say no. Oh, okay. Hmm. How do people decide who gets the worst jobs? I think it's done on rotation. For the young and the old, there'll be a few things excluded, so they'll get slightly easier jobs. But for the, the adults, the able-bodied adults, each day they will have a new thing on their rotor. So this day is finding food, this day is finding fuel, this day is this, this day is that. And it just goes around evenly. Okay, who organizes? Is that... Oh, I don't get another question. Oh, okie doke. Let's see if we if we draw a, a rules card. Yeah, I might I might have to tangentially ask about that. I suppose I didn't really answer you there. Yeah, that's true. I'll I'll say that there is a leader mm, okay. who makes a rotor and this rotor just repeats. I see. Ooh. Ooh. We're getting important in here. Queen of Spades. We're getting very important. So this is this is almost, but not quite, as important. Yeah. Labour and industry, man. Labour and industry. What do you got for me? Labour and industry. 
this society is attempting to build robots. Okay, that's a that's a jump. Nice. These are these are these are magical robots. Cool. Because they don't have electricity. They've got someone or some people who can make metal follow some rudimentary tasks. Hmm. This is very new. It sounds very new. What kind of tasks can the robots do right now? Can they do all of them or is it only a subset? Uh, at the moment, they can do sort of repeating motions. So they can say shovel snow because it's like it drops, it scoops, moves and then just repeats slightly lower and then moves on to the next thing. Or they could do a bit of mining where they could pick, 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 and then... I don't know too much about how mining works, to be honest. That sounds about right to me. I'm sure there's a, there's a lot but of picking, pick I think. they can shit. It's just Minecraft, right? It's just Minecraft, Minecraft's yeah. a one-to-one representation of real-life mining. How do they trap the creepers, Gary? <laughs> what about when Herobrine shows up? Those are not my questions. I will not spend my questions asking about the Minecraft. So it's almost like more of a, like, at the moment, they're only just like like little machines. Yeah. Cool. It's like if you got a little steam power clockwork thing. Yeah. Who is gathering the materials to make these robots? Because I presume this is not materials that they would have gathered before because they weren't necessary to the to the functioning of the, of the town. People with magic are very rare in a society. It, it, it's a low magic society. <laughs> and... When one comes along, that person is excluded from having to do the other jobs because they're, well, they must use their magic to help the community. So they don't need to go out finding food and things like that. Their thing is they must use their magic to help people. And so this magician uh, has been born into society. Their magical powers have developed and they've through some experimentation realized they can do stuff with metal. And so it's now become a thing of the society that some people have to go out and collect metal. I don't know how metal gets collected. There are so many questions I have about our infrastructure now. There really are, aren't there? Metal grows on trees, man. Don't worry about it. Okay. This <sighs> is a fantasy land. They went to the metal tree. The magic metal tree. And they harvested the metal. <laughs> that works. That's fine. That's legit. Yeah. It, it's fantasy. How do they feel about that? How do they feel about the fact that they have to do extra work while this magician plays with toys uh, i think that it's it's mixed i think some people are hopeful that these things could help in the future and could make their lives easier but others are thinking maybe there's a couple of people who've got frostbite or been hurt out doing this and they really resent it hmm okie dokie one more question for me what will it be what will it what be, will it be? What does the leader of the town think about these magical robots? Is this something the leader has signed off on? Yes. The leader sees the potential, but will not hesitate to stop the experiment if it causes people to... if it risks people losing their lives. So if any bad things happen, they will stop it. Yeah, okay. Interesting. But they're, they're kind of all in on this, right? Like, they're not a question, but, like, this is a queen of spades. This is very important to the to the town, right? Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, that, that was too equivocated. Yeah. 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 I'm pushing you on this one. Fuck that answer. Okay. <laughs> Stricken from the record. Destroy it. 
the leader is zealously in favour of this. Oh, good. I love a bit of zeal. And just to go back to the mixed feelings, the mixed feelings are quite polarising. Hmm. Interesting. You got your, your Marmite magic right there. Love a bit of Marmite magic. This episode brought to you by Big Yeast. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I, re- I refuse to play in this space. <laughs> I, I, I won't work with this kid. I, I, I'm not, I haven't got a follow-up to that. That's, that's it. You, you, said, you said the big words. Thank you for listening to this the mortal path content yep it's it sure is a content all right (laughs) uh i'm here also it's me ed and me gary i love doing that i love doing that bit (laughs) i won't i won't go off topic this is the second take of this yeah we we went long we take a long long very long i'm sure it'll get out there someday uv has a bad habit of releasing outtakes everything everything the full tapes but yes thank you for listening to our podcast we continue to make it it's important to know that you should be doing itunes reviews as a it's your it's your civic duty as a fan no (laughs) itunes reviews are important because they are really good for algorithms i think and yes yubi reads them and they like to read them and it makes them feel happy so if you want to make yubi feel happy please write some itunes reviews like six or seven each should be enough, I think. Yeah. Can you do that? I don't think so. Okay, I'll stay on topic. Actually, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to stay That's on topic. Project for later. Anyway, Audioverse. Um, you you can you can vote us as long as you do it within approximately twenty four hours of the release date of this episode, because closing, closing starts. Oh God. Closing. It's okay. It's all right. Closing votes. At uh, October 31, which is tomorrow in your ears if you've got it straight away. And the fact that we made 20 minutes of sound the last time we tried to do this hasn't delayed the podcast by a week. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, There'll be a link in the show notes. Yes, please and thank you. I don't quite know how that works, but there'll be a link somewhere that you can click around and find. Have a clickaroo. Also, we're going to do another episode of something that isn't the main campaign. So I'm excited because I haven't played it yet and I think it's going to be fun. That's, that's, that's coming. It's going to be a thing. I'm excited because I am probably going to be DMing it. Oh, yeah. That's and true. It's going to be good. I just got the rules. Ooh. Ah, it's got a different name to what I was thinking. Mm. Oh. Well, that's a mystery. Ah. Uh. I thought it was... um. Borgle Gorble. Borgle Gorble. It's actually Gorble Gorble. Oh, it's Gorble Gorble. Yeah. Wow. So we also just want to uh, thank you for like continuing to listen. I almost went watch there. Thank you for continuing to listen with us. We're into, this is the end of season two we've just done. And we're going into season three. We've done like 45 episodes. How is that? Yeah. How is that real? We're coming up on... In fact, we're over two years of actually recording it, and we're coming up on two years of releasing it. Oh my god, really? Yeah. I'm so old. <laughs> Jesus. I have this moment where I realise, I came to university eight years ago. Oh my god. What the f- 
How can... I've nearly been in my job longer than I've been in some parts of school. Like, it's... Oh my god, time really does pass. It's... It do. It's not okay that it does that. I think it should stop, it should stop really. It should stop. Speaking of time passing... Yes? Social media is a thing <laughs> that we do. And by we, I mean Yubi does it in a sort of more professional capacity. And I post a lot... Basically, whenever I have a thought, I put it on Twitter. You can find show-based social medias at... We're pretty much at the Mortal Path on almost anything. I think we're on Tumblr. Yeah. I I think part of the 18 minutes of the previous recording was you spelling out every letter. Yeah, that's a really uh... good bit. I I don't like that we call them bits now. We should just go back to calling them jokes. It was, I think it was a funny joke. At the Mortal Path on Twitter, that's where you can find news about what we're up to. Uh, We have a Discord. I will get Yubi to tweet out the Discord link because there are a lot of cool people on the Discord and we love them. Including the big boss? The big boss. The big boss. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. (laughs) Snake! That's not a Metal Gear voice. That's like almost an Otacon voice. It's five minutes of recording. Yeah. Um, shout out to Rai on shout out to Rai. Um, Discord and Patreon. Um, we've got stuff on there and stuff is becoming free on there. So you can get free stuff, including lovely things that Ed has written and stuff behind the scenes that Yubi has released and also Natalia's diary. And And if you want, you could even pay us money that will go towards the website fees probably because yes, they exist they websites do. cost money it happens to happen to be and the pay- the podbean hosting it requires coin for the website <laughs> <laughs> right well, that's just it just cut it here All thank right. you very much for spending time with us and we hope you enjoyed the rest of this episode and what's to come hell yeah we did it ah oh, champion Six minutes of meat. Let's go. How's about that new card, Gary? How's how's that coming along? What do we what do we what okay, do we got? Okay, that card's a, a, a four of clubs. I'll put you out your misery. Thank you. So this is a kind of important, and this is about hierarchy and rules. But down with it. Okay. Uh, your favorite hierarchy and rules. Yeah, I, I do love some rules. The leader is chosen democratically, but once chosen, cannot be unchosen. Ooh. So they are dictator for life. Once chosen. Bearing in mind this is a four of clubs. Awesome. It's a less important thing. The leader is um, chosen via popular vote and remains leader only while they are popular. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, that's just politics, right? That does sound like politics, yeah. <laughs> but devil is in the details, my friend. Yeah, true. Ask me some Ask me some devilish questions. How is an election triggered? That's a very good question. An election is triggered... If at a society meeting, which happens uh, maybe once a week, if someone wants to battle for the leadership and 10 people uh, say they will vouch for them, there's going to be an election next meeting. Hmm, okay. How, who gets to run for election? Anyone. So anyone can run every time there's an election, not just the person who who triggered the... uh... Yeah. Okay. 
I will note that down. <laughs> How well attended are these town hall meetings, or whatever they're called? There's maybe 50. Is it the 50 people who are, like, family heads? Okay, so it's the heads of the family attend these meetings. Yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. How many people are in an average family? Is it like a case where the head of a family is over, like, their grandchildren's age people? Like, is it is it like two generations, three generations? Or is it smaller than that? I think it's quite big. Okay, cool. I, I think these families are big. I think, yeah, we're looking uh, three generations as the standard. Uh, some will be two, some might even be four. It'll go wide as well as tall. So you might have your uh, your cousins in there as well. Interesting. Because to to, to build a house, I, I think it takes a lot of, of person power um, to to build it. And you want these big groups because this, this whole society is built around big groups of people staying together. Oh, so these families are like people who all live together, basically. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So we're talking maybe like 10 people would be a small family. Okay. Interesting. Wait, was that your fourth question? That was my fourth question, yes. I think so anyway, unless I'm not keeping track. I tend to ask like little questions. I sneak extra stuff in because I'm greedy. <laughs> hmm. How long do the candidates get to campaign for? I mean, do they campaign? Is that a thing? I think they, I think they canvass. Is that the word? Canvass is a word, yeah. So it'll just be the heads of the family who run. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm going to walk back that anyone can run. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to run back that anyone can you run. You have to be the head of a family. So it's just any head of the family can run. I mean, to be fair, not everyone attends the meetings. So, and it has to be somebody at a meeting run. So, yeah. So I think in the week between a, a challenge and a vote, basically that the heads of the family go around and talk to other families and other heads of families and try and canvas and stake their case. Cool. Gotcha. Nice. Can I just get cheat and ask another question? Can I ask what the sense of scale here is? Like, how big a society is this, this town? Like, how many families are we thinking? I, I reckon about 50. Okay. Um, so that's about a thousand people. Yeah, that's a, that's a settlement, right? Rather than like a... That's that's the upper end of a settlement getting into town space. Yeah. Is that a village? Maybe it's more than a village. I should know this. I, I don't know. Well, it depends on your... Like, nowadays, it would be a hamlet. But back in medieval times it'll probably be a, a village or a settlement depends how far you go back yeah okay still quite a small place though then yeah in the grand scheme of things a city this is not true to summarize this is a society in the cold people spend time each night in big groups huddling up partly as a reminder of the past and partly as a nice social activity because they do this all the buildings are interconnected with tunnels to avoid going out in the cold while you're traveling from one house to another uh, you cannot refuse someone shelter for the night but this is just considered a rude slash polite thing there are homeless people but there are no shelterless people everyone must spend six hours a day working for the community these can be jobs such as finding fuel or food digging latrines anything the leader deems important to the survival of the community refusal to work when you're able to results in exile which is effectively a death sentence the leader sets the rotor. Rudimentary robots have been created by one of the very few magicians. These can do simple repetitive tasks such as shoveling or digging. In order to create these robots, people from the society go out and farm metal from the metal trees because the magician says they have to. As you do. <laughs> there are quite divided opinions about this. Some think it 
it's going to lead to much easier lives with these robots going out in the cold and doing the jobs they do not like to do, whereas others think it's a waste of time. The current leader is zealously in favour. The leader is decided by popular vote, triggered if in a weekly meeting, 10 people vouch for at least one person to oppose. Anyone at the meeting can run. The meeting is composed of the 50 heads of families in the society. Families are quite large, there are about 20 to 30 people, and candidates have about one week to canvass other family heads before the vote. This society is called... Da, 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 da. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, that's it's your decision, my friend. <laughs> I know, but I can't think of it. Now. Call it something chilly. Something, something chilly. The chiller bones. No, I'm not going to call it chill bones. Don't call it anything with bone in, would be my suggestion. Uh, it's just... Uh... Let's keep this Let's keep this land boneless. <laughs> the boneless That land. would be my slogan if I was running as a candidate. Let's keep this land boneless. But I'd spend a lot of time practicing and I'd learn how to pronounce the B emoji, so I'd, I'd say it. Tell like that. The bee emoji? The bee emoji? What the? The red bee, Gary. The red bee for boneless. I'm very confused. I do not understand. Bee for boneless. Bee for boneless? Bee spells boneless. <laughs> A is for apricot. B is for boneless. <laughs> now you know your ABs. Why don't you sing along with me? Welcome to Struggle City, Gary. Population U. Tundraska. Oh, I like that. Tundraska. Nice. Cool. Perfect. Wonderful, fantastic. I'm gonna write that in big letters. Tundraska. Wait, why have you got build a bottom? Oh, I see. I've written build a bottom on there. Yeah. Welcome to the build a bottom workshop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Some of us could use a bottom, that's all I'm saying. Now let's continue with the second round the edification. <laughs> The edification. <laughs> it's time. It's my time. It's my time now. So I've got six cards here, and I'm going to go through Gary's lovely society of Tundraska. Tundraska. Uh, Tundraska. <laughs> and I'm going to reinterpret what Gary has told me about the society by picking cards. Now, if I can just figure out how to, how to, how to look at my hand. You click on the six. Mm, and now i got to think. Yeah, you need to do a big thing now. It's time for me to do a big think. Yeah, that's correct. Okie dokie. So, I'm going to place a card on this step, and um, the true nature of things is going to change. So, I'm putting on top of this first card. This card used to be a four of clubs, uh, which is the leader is voting and remains only while they are popular. Uh, now it is a ten of, of diamonds, and in this case, diamonds stands for wealth and... Um, re- distribution. What Gary's forgotten to mention is that actually the leader of the town has access to most of the town's material wealth and there is a system of kind of money being passed around and while the leader has control of that control of that money, have we decided who this leader is? I've just said I've tried to say they as I went through. Yeah, yeah, don't know, biases stepping through. Although I'm just getting bias everywhere. I keep, I keep stepping all this bias. Yeah, so the leader, they control the wealth of this town and they are funneling it to the other heads of families so that they will continue to revote them. So we got a bit of a corrupt state going here. A little bit, a little bit corrupt. In fact, a lot corrupt because I gave it a 10. It's pretty important actually, it turns out. It's 10 out of 10 corruption. 10 out of 10 corruption. Well, it's 10 out of 14 corruption. Now that's what I call corruption. <laughs> okay, so leader has access to wealth, used it to stay in power. 
by a redistribution. Yes, wealth. Do, do I get to ask questions here? I don't think you do, actually. I think I just ah. get to say as much as I want. Okay, I get to pick another one now. So the next one is the building of the magical robot, which the zealous people, which we think the leader is zealously in favor of. I have put an eight of what are these, Gary? What are these spades. called? Spades. An eight of spades, which is uh, it's labor slash industry cell. So it still is a cornerstone of the industry. There's still this bidical, bidical, bidical. That's a word. Bidical things. You know what I mean? Bidical robot. These bidical robots. The building of bidical robots is still uh, an important cornerstone of of what people are doing. So lots of people are still working on this. But what they don't realize is that these are never going to be able to do anything more than they can do now. Oh no. Yeah, the wizard. The magician, in fact, because the magician never leaves and goes outside, the magician will never learn more than ah. they already know how to do now. So these these are never going to be useful tools. Their memory's already full. But they're still going to keep working hard on them. The leader is still very into these robots. Who isn't? Who isn't into these robots in this day and age? Well, about 50% of the society. Yeah. Oh, robots are fucked. Okay. Cool. Here we go. So we used to have an ace of spades here, which was uh, the six hours a day of community service. And now I'm going to place on top of that a five of hearts. Oh, that's a substantial shift. It is a substantial shift. So actually, well, what they will tell you is that this is uh, mandatory six, six hours a day of community service. Uh, the truth is that actually, if you're very close to a powerful head of a family, you maybe don't have to do that. But it's kind of just, you know, uh. you tell people you are, right? It's... It's very important to this culture that everyone is working a full six hour days of their, their community service, but you don't all do it. Really? Someone's going to do some of it, but, eh, you know, there's just not that much work to do sometimes. I'm with you. I'm with you. But, of course, it's very important that we all realize that this is a cornerstone of our culture here. Yeah. It's crucial. Okay, this is getting tough now. I'm running low on cards. Mm. I've got to decide things. I remember last time we played, I got like. I think I got to where you were at, and I was like, ooh, I need to have a big think about this. Yeah, no, this changes a lot at this point, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put a five of diamonds on top of this two of hearts. So the two of hearts used to be that if somebody comes around you have to visit, you have to say yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to put a five of diamonds, and diamonds in this case is wealth slash distribution. And what that means is it's actually more important than what we thought, because the main method by which people change their social strata or or get access to nicer places and more opportunities is by doing this so people will go to other houses and just oh. keep visiting and eventually they will just become a permanent fixture because these families are so big sometimes you just forget that someone wasn't there the whole time <laughs> um like you know who are you to say they were they didn't live here right i've got 30 cousins what's going on i don't maybe this guy was here the whole time who knows yeah, I, I I think he's my brother. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. It's just part of the puddle, right? It's always been here. She might as well be my sister. Might as well at this point. Yeah. yeah. One of us. One of us. One of us. Yeah. I quite like that very imagining, actually. Yeah. I mean, I like them all. But <laughs> that one just particularly tickled my fancy. I'm glad. I'm glad. I should write it down before I forget it. But I am going to play my last card. So... This one used to be a four of hearts, which was, it's a cold place. People band together and they, they cuddle up at night in a big room. And I'm playing my six, my six of clubs here. And clubs is hierarchy slash rules. And what I'm changing here is that 
not everyone cuddles up at night. See, the thing is, we've always been telling people that there is this this case of like, oh, if you if you do the thing wrong here, you will get exiled, right? So of course, as long as you're in the buildings, you're not exiled. But really, there's a two-tier society between the people who cuddle up in big piles in the big rooms and the people who live in the tunnels between Ooh. at night. Um, so there, there is this hierarchy. There is this kind of underclass of people who aren't close to the heads of their houses or maybe... They aren't even part of a family at all who mostly dwell in the tunnels between. I love it. Okay, doke. So I think, let's have a look at this. When all the cards are turned face up, the builder makes a... I'm reading the wrong piece of the, of the, of the book. Got the ascension. Yeah, I, do I have to do something at the end here? Yes, you do. Your final card. Your final card is very important. Oh, okay. So we, we're we into the ascension now. You've edified. I have edified, and now it's time to ascend. <laughs> you have literally edified, because you're red. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> You've edified my gariness. Oh my gosh. Okay. Right, now let's look at the consequences of the ascension of the steps. Oh, I should have thought about this before I'd played yeah. the thing. I thought that's what you were thinking. No, I'd forgotten. I didn't pay attention. But let's see anyway. This is interesting. You're cool. Oh, I like this. Okay, this is interesting. Things get very interesting on the last card. Oh. I have played a seven of hearts. So in this case, I've played a card with the value below eight. There's three different options here. I'll just read the, the important one. In this case, the builder accepts the new worldview the prophet has given them, but their society does not. The prophet must use examples from at least one of the earlier steps to explain the downfall of the builder's society because they did not listen to the prophet. Um, <laughs> you destroyed! You yeah. destroyed Tundraska! Actually, I destroyed Tundraska. So let's see what happens to your society, Gary. Let's see what happens to it. Oh yes, yeah, so this is this is a war thing, right? I think what happens to your society is that your uh, your greedy leaders start spreading the the amount of work that has to be done further and further down to the exiles until the only people who are on the rotor to do any work are the people who oh, are no. stuck in the tunnels between and the people who are inside the the nice warm rooms are there and and nobody seems to care because the only people who are voting are the heads of the houses right so everything seems fine to them yeah. until the heat goes out oh fuck yeah just turns out that nobody Nobody stoked the fires. And uh, a lot of people die in the ensuing cold. Do the exiles, like, set up their own little town or something? Or do they just fall on this sword of injustice? Oh, maybe this is because um, my society has secretly been funneling money in to... Has been, like, passing money into the, the leader of this thing and just being like, I'll just distribute this money how you feel. Maybe it's the introduction of the money to this situation by my society that causes this uh, worsening of this cultural hierarchy, which is what leads to people being excluded from doing the work and a collapse. The money ruins us all. What I'm saying is money sucks. Don't have money. <laughs> money destroys all. Greed creates a cycle of poverty. Yeah, basically what I'm saying is if you have money, you'll freeze to death. In a if you have money, you'll freeze to death. Freeze to death. Freeze to death. <laughs> cool. Well, there we go. That was the game. Congratulations, you've just killed a thousand people. How does it feel? I don't think I killed all a thousand. I think maybe I killed half. Okay. That's no, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a lot. I, I, I often kill 500 people. Who, who hasn't killed 500 people? <laughs> well, your society's in tatters, Gary. How does it feel? I came through and ruined everything about it. Th there were quite a few moments as you were walking through those, or as you were edifying those steps, I was thinking... Ooh, As I was edifying the steps. I quite like this. And then <laughs> th th then you fucked it. I always forget that my aim in this game is to like basically take over your place and ruin it until right at the end. I like to think of it as I'm looking at it as the builder through 
like rose tinted glasses. Yeah, I think so. And the prophet's like, oh boy, let me just uh, take off those glasses. Show you the real dark, seedy underside of what you've created. Yeah, which, you know, in this case, I we never really talked about who the prophet represents here, like who the prophet, what the society of the prophet is, but they did a number here. They really did. Well, thank you very much for uh, playing Steps of the Prophet with me, Ed. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. Uh, and yeah, if, if you've enjoyed this and you think, I really want to be a prophet or I, I really want to give this creator some profit, uh, you, can, you can go do that by seeking out Charlie Dart. Charlie, charlie-dart.itch.io is the place to go. I think Charlie has got some other games on Ooh. there, possibly, which might also be good. I don't know. Check stuff out. It's good. I'll do that right now. And yes, you might see this society appear in something in like a year, maybe. I don't know. It's going to take time. I was not warned about this, but I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm going to incorporate this in a thing. Ooh, a thing. Of course, this might be a thing that's been, I don't know, time is confusing. Who knows? Time is confusing. You might have already seen the devastated remains of this culture. You may never. The world is mysterious. Well, and well, yes, that's an extremely mis- many things. Yeah, yes, yes. That's a positive note to end on. I think. Yes, it, it's the most positive. It's completely positive. It is. So, on a scale of zero to one, it's a one. Yeah. So, all you listeners out there, we just want to say, one, 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 one. One of us, 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 one of us,